It's Teresa. You're listening to You Can Tell Me Anything. This is the podcast where comedians confess something they've never told anyone before. Um, and it is 2020. This is um, a new year, a new decade. Wow, everything is exactly the same. But you know what's not the same? My guest. I'm so excited that she's here. Um, she was one of the first people I met in LA. She's so, so funny. She has a live show called Bake Stuff with Lindsay coming up at the Rita House in West Hollywood on January 27th. It's Lindsay Adams. Yay. Hi. What's up? <laughs> you said so many nice things. Oh, um, I know. I've tr- I feel like I am too formal sometimes, but it's like nice to have a little no. rhythm going. In yeah. There. I feel like when I listen to podcasts, which is so rare um, <laughs> because they're I'm heinous. Like, the honesty. This is a podcast about honesty. So that's yeah. Good. <laughs> um, when I listen to podcasts, I like the formality, even though it feels mm-hmm. like a waste of time when you're doing it. <laughs> Like, yeah, when is- there's like the theme song and then there's like the, they have names. Yeah, for their, um, I mean, I think it's listeners. fun. It's yeah. like, but I think comics think it's corny because we all do podcasts. And so we're yeah. just like, I don't know, man. I just like feel like we should just like chat. I don't know. <laughs> That's true. I think we are in our world where uh, it's like, I guess a doctor would just be surrounded by doctors, but you only know your doctor. Yeah, exactly. Like doctors are like, I don't need to explain to you how to do this. Yeah. Like how to do an operation. It's like you do actually. And we're comedians are just as important to society as doctors. That you know? is yeah, so I, I just true. compared myself to like a noble profession. Meanwhile, I'm just like out here trying to get likes. Like it's. I mean, I've technically put in the amount of time it takes to go through medical school. <laughs> So, oh, that's true. I yeah, I've never thought about it like that because I feel like after graduating school, I remember thinking like, oh, I can't. I'm so glad I don't have to be in like grad school forever. But then it's like we just started a new thing that you have to do for years. I know. I mean, what are we doing? Let's, <laughs> let's die. Um, well, just because we like to start on a positive yeah. note, is there something good you'd like to confess, Lindsay? Oh, good. Yeah, just I was like gonna a quick humble brag. You know? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um. I walked Jen. I was Jennifer Hudson's dog walker in Whoa. Chicago. Okay, yeah, big deal. What kind of dog did she have? She had three Pomeranians. They wow, are named. Three. This was also so long ago, uh-huh. so they're probably dead. But the, <laughs> it's like Oscar, Grammy, and Dream. Were oh their my names. god, she named her dog Grammy. And they did not tell me. I was like working for a dog walking service, and they didn't <gasps> tell me it was like anonymous. Oh and so god. I just showed up at her apartment, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, that's like." an Emmy <laughs> in like a glass case. And I wow. was like, where the fuck am I? It's just pictures of Jennifer Hudson. You're like, wow, she, this person really likes Jennifer Hudson. That's literally what I thought. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I don't want to make any like assumptions. And I was like, wow, this person is like really, I was like looking for a missing link. And then finally I was like, oh, it's Jennifer Hudson. Okay. That's so funny. So weird. Yeah. Um, it was fun. Did she, was she, did she review you all? She, yeah, she, she was really nice. That's she was good. there like once or twice. Okay. And And I just like felt so I was like in her home and it felt so weird. One time I came and like her husband was like asleep on the couch, like in his (laughs) boxers with no shirt on. And he like got up and like offered me bacon. And I was like, I've got to leave. Like I, I had to like. And it took a long, their dogs were really bad. Uh-huh. Um, so they took like a long time to like get them ready because <laughs> they were just like such little shits. Yeah, Pomeranians are real whiny. They're like they're cute, whiny though, they're and like dogs. they're the two girls weren't spayed and oh. it was like a mom and daughter and they were like drawing blood. Oh my God. I know I was like, I deeply relate, Jeez. but like also <laughs> <laughs> chill out. <laughs> Um. Anyway, it was it was it was so cool. I love being in rich people's houses. Yeah, that is cool. I I just think of her uh, just because I just watched Cats as a uh, Grisabella oh, and what God. a nightmare of a movie. Did you watch it? I didn't because I can't. I'm not gonna see it. I I, I, I like obviously I'm obs- I'm obsessed with cats. I love mm-hmm. cats. Like the animal or the show. Yes, the animal. <laughs> and when I was little, my mom took me to go see the show. Uh huh. And. I just was horrified by like <laughs> yeah, something how... not reminiscent of actual cats, like the animal. No, at all. I was like, you literally took me <laughs> 
to see bulges and sweatpants. Oh like this is God. an animal whose face I put in their belly. Like I and now I like that's heinous. Like that's there's so no funny. way. I was like so horrified, so I'll never see it. I feel like cats is written for people who want to hate cats. Like it's I agree. like yeah, because you I mean I, I do love the musical and I do like the animals, but um but I think uh I like it w- w- fully aware that it is a horrible musical and the movie yeah. was just so i don't know it was like a fever dream but there was a scene well so it's like you know she plays grizabella which has the solo or whatever but then right. they added um a solo for this white cat that usually in the musical her name's victoria and she's like yeah. the main character in the movie but Is usually taylor swift she's not played by taylor swift oh. but she she's played by a newcomer um and she's pretty good in it i forget her name i want to say it's francesca this actress interesting but in the musical she's just like a dancing cat and isn't a huge deal. She just like, oh, she has a solo in the beginning and maybe like another solo towards the end dancing, but it's not a big character, but in the movie she is. And there's a scene they added where Grizabella, like Jennifer Hudson comes in singing her sad song mm-hmm. and then everyone hates her. But then this, <laughs> this white cat, Victoria comes out and is like nice to her and she's like I know your struggle but she's literally been on the street for less than a day so it starts with her getting thrown into a dumpster and that's how she meets the cats and halfway through the like day she's like I understand your struggle like sounds like a white woman I know this is such a white feminist moment but then at the end of the movie they rolled the credits and Taylor Swift wrote that song so I was like oh okay that makes a lot of sense I mean, fine. <laughs> it's a nice song and it's yeah. fine. And I'm not shitting on, I mean, she has empathy, so it's mostly just jokey, sure. but it really did feel like, oh, really? You've been on the street for less than a day and you understand this look, woman's struggle who's been on the street for her entire life. She and- gets it. <laughs> she gets it. And she's like, I get it. All I wanted was to be wanted. Oh that's the, that's the song. Truly. Um, but anyways, so this, the, uh, the co- co- wow. I can't talk this because <laughs> this <laughs> podcast is themed around um, confessions, but also inspired by therapy. Um, you, I know you've talked about going to therapy yeah. on stage, but yes. what's your experience with therapy or what's your relationship with that? Oh for my the God. Listeners? I mean, I've been in therapy since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So I like, I have been in like every type of therapy, not every type of therapy. That's such a hard bread. <laughs> um, no, it's I like, like a triathlon or exactly. like Olympic sports. No, I like when I was a kid, I was molested. And so my, my mom put me like immediately into therapy and it's like, bless your heart. But uh-huh. like, it was so, it was almost like re-traumatizing. As a child to live through that. Yeah. And they would do like weird play therapy. Like they do it like uh-huh. the police. Oh like God. it was like so, oh, that's but a- like the thing is, is like, you're supposed to like not know that your parent is watching you. And I don't know what uh, kind of cheap place she took me oh, to, no. but they literally just put up like a translucent curtain. <gasps> and the, and I was supposed to like pretend like my mom wasn't like sitting and oh watching me color intently. So I, that was like its own thing. That does but, sound traumatized. But by the way, you have one, like you said a joke once. I, th- I think it was in that like inner sanctum show I had about yeah. um, how doing comedy is just like about, I can't remember that I'm going to butcher it, but no, it was so fine. funny about being competitive about who's been molested. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah, so yeah. Funny. I like never thought I would be so competitive about I having thought, been yeah. molested. Yeah. I mean, I haven't, I guess. I mean, dark, but very funny totally, way to a, like, you know, spin it. And, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just kind of like a thing now, but it's a thing. It's like not a thing that I'm like horrified to talk about only because like I've been to so much mm-hmm. therapy. Yeah. Um. I went through a uh, therapy when I was getting sober and was I an alcoholic. Um, I went through therapy more recently to like mm. clean up the lingering shit. I'm just like all about it. Yeah. Almost to a point where like my therapist was like, you need a break. <laughs> You've graduated. You're like yeah, a she senior was- who keeps coming back to school. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. She wasn't, I mean, obviously it's like, I'm still very mentally ill, but she was just like, I mean, this is just like going to be about you implementing the tools. Uh-huh. And it's like, fine, I get it. Do you feel like you, lo- like you learn stuff in it that you use in, in life? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I think one of my issues, and this is like, I think a common thing for comedians is that like, I tell you so much Mm -hmm. so that I can keep the things I don't tell you buried so deep. Sure. Yeah. Like we think we're being so open, but then it's actually because we are like, it's like a mask where you're like, I am open about this thing that people aren't open, but 
don't look over here. (laughs) Exactly. So it like becomes this, you know, wall or performance or like actual Uh vulnerability is like not being, you know, accessed. Uh And I do think, I mean, I think like processing that kind of stuff is like helped me grow in comedy. Mm -hmm. And I think that is like a key to like my personal growth in comedy. So that's like part of, I think what has like been interesting to see transitionally because I've always been like I can't be vulnerable. Nobody, it's not <laughs> funny. Um, so, yeah. no, but it, there, I think there's like a lot of tools that are implemented in life, but it's only like if you choose to. Yeah, I, I, I relate to that. I think uh, I've been, I haven't been, I didn't go as a child, but I've been going for a while now, and I do sometimes like take breaks because I'll feel like okay, I've like hit a wall. But I, in my mind, I've always thought I've been progressing. Like every year I'll look back and be like, wow, I've been growing. But yeah. then I had like a kind I don't, I guess it's kind of a wake up call, but you know, since it was the end of the decade, a lot of people were looking at their entire decade. So I, I did a lot of dig, digging into like old diary entries oh. and things. I found like um, an old blog, like a blog spot uh, from like 2010. Yeah. And I found my resolutions from 2010 and they were almost the same <laughs> as the ones this year. And I was like, fuck. Cause I thought I had like done all this growing, which yeah. I have, but in, yeah. in a different way than I thought. Like I thought yeah. I was like truly like evolving. And then I look back and I'm like, I've been wanting the same things and repeating the same narrative for 10 fucking years. Like I haven't I, really changed at all. <laughs> yeah. It's so interesting. Cause it's like, we don't, we almost don't get to choose the ways in which we grow. Like mm-hmm. we just like put the action in and then it's like, it's there. I've never like gotten like a direct correlation of what I wanted. It's mm-hmm. always been like in its own time or whatever. Yeah. Which is so weird. But I, the, I mean, I think we're all going to have the fucking same goals every single year of our life. That's it's like true. never going to change <laughs> unless they're like, you know, whatever, saw, like TV set or some shit like that. Right. It's going to be the same thing over and over again. Yeah. I guess it's just different tiers of like being a better person or yeah, something or ex- feeling good or something. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, speaking of, I guess like this is a not a real I was like speaking of it I'm like do we have did we speak of confessions no but speaking of being vulnerable and honest yes. Lindsay, is there anything you'd like to tell me um yeah I used to use MySpace as a dating service in high school okay. and dating service makes service. me sound old but <laughs> it I like you ran a business on I there. know <laughs> I did I ran a pussy business um no, I used it as like a dating site when I was in high school. Like almost immediately, oh, I so was like, like, you didn't first use it for. You were just like, I know I'm gonna. No, use it I was like people. immediately like, and where are the men? <laughs> um, like it was like my first time because Facebook wasn't. You couldn't have Facebook in high school when I was right. in high school, so it was like it was still for college kids. So that was like my first access. To, to online networks. Yeah, to online networks of people like in my area. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, I have to fuck all of them. Like, <laughs> were people at your school on MySpace? Or was it a big thing at your school? They were. Yeah, they were totally. Um, uh-huh. They were on MySpace. It was like, yeah, it was like a thing everybody had. But at the same time, I think um, I felt like isolated mm-hmm. in certain ways. So it was like so fucking excited to get out of my bubble yeah, because you can meet people in different networks. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, or and you can use it to meet up with guys at the mall. <laughs> like, <laughs> so you were that like you were actively looking like on the prowl for yeah. For I like boys. totally, <laughs> and I'm like not you know it's not like a, a super weird thing. There were so many people that no, did the it. internet's literally yeah. That's I mean, like, like the first thing people use. People it for. will <laughs> yeah, they'll use any sort of site as a dating site. Like yeah, I'm Venmo, like pe- exactly. I feel like people could have met on Venmo. Um, yeah, no, I I mean, I think like almost immediately, I was so obsessed with having a boyfriend in high school. I just mm-hmm. like really, in like a very earnest way, wanted to be loved. Uh-huh. And like, which was not what I actually wanted. I wanted to love myself and I just like didn't know that, blah, 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 blah. But You're I was very like, boy crazy. Yeah, it was like super boy crazy. And it's so, and it's funny because like I don't, 
always remember it because I've been in a relationship now for so long. Uh-huh. But then when I talk to friends and I like go through old like diaries and stuff, like <laughs> it's literally just like, I want a boyfriend. I want a boyfriend. <laughs> I want a boyfriend. Will somebody love me? Will somebody love me? And like, it's just like nonstop. So I was like, oh my God, we have like a new pool of people that I haven't run through yet. Uh-huh. So you were dating in high school and then you were like, I'm tired of these like young high school boys. They're so old news. Like I want something new. Yeah. I mean, like I, it's interesting because I don't think I ever dated in high mm-hmm. school. I had such a skewed perception of what it looked like to be with someone I like it was really transactional for me okay in like a way where I was like oh like I understand with sex if I give you Mm -hmm. something that Mm -hmm. I will get something from you so it's like whatever I'll get like your attention or like Uh you'll pay you say hi to me or something and so I hooked up with like a bunch of guys when I was like a freshman in high school. Gotcha. And then I switched high schools and then I was like, and went to rehab and all this shit. And so I was like, oh, I'm not doing that Mm -hmm. um, anymore. And so then I just started dating old men Mm. and not old men but like guys in their 20s and like yeah in high school I feel like a a year makes such a big difference too yeah 100 percent and I just like had access to this like whole different planet Mm. but I also like didn't these were all like people who were not like I'm gonna take nobody was like nobody wants if you're like a 25 year old man Uh you're not gonna like take your 15 year old girlfriend out on a date you know Uh what I mean like you're not gonna call her your girlfriend Uh you're literally just gonna have like very fucked up sex and then like pretend like it's not happening which I like get now I'm not defending them but you know what I mean but yeah so they they were yeah or predators but you as a teenager were not aware of like the power dynamic. Yeah. And I was more just like, oh my God, I'm not special enough to be their girlfriend or like they don't mm-hmm. care about me enough. And so it was like, it, it wasn't like all old dudes, but it was like even guys that were just like when I was like 15 that were mm-hmm. like 18 or 19. Mm-hmm. And what were you in your mind? What was like the relationship you were like? Was there something yeah. that you like what was your ideal I guess in your mind or were you just kind of going along step by step I mean I think ideally I wanted them to like sweep me off my feet like mm-hmm. it's such a classic save me like mm-hmm. like wanting like the to- pursuit because I feel like movies yeah. and tv shows tell you like they kind of lie about that but they've put so much emphasis on the pursuit and not yeah. the actual you don't really see a movie that's just about two people in a happy relationship. It's all about like winning someone over. Right. Like big gestures. Yeah. And like I was I think I was I was just so afraid that no one would ever love me if I didn't take what what was being given. Mm-hmm. And so I it was just like a constant string of me being like in like the most like not even understanding how you become someone's girlfriend, but just literally being like I really like you. And they're like, yeah, I'm like not looking to get into something right now. And I'm like, that's cool because I'm not either. Uh, like, Because me- you're just repeating what you hear and what you think is cool. And- yeah. And I'm like, oh, like they won't want to hang out with me if I like. And it's like, well, I mean, it's just such a teenage thing, but it's like such a societal um view of like how women are like conditioned to think about relationships Mm -hmm. and sex right that you have something they want you have to like it's like you're like yeah there's a lot of value placed on like how much you admit to caring whereas yeah yeah I I, yeah I don't know that the whole idea of like wanting to be a girlfriend too because I feel like I, I mean I was also like I was not very good looking in high school so I didn't get a lot of attention but I wanted also I wanted a boyfriend but yeah. I didn't get a lot of attention to be clear boys. I was not <laughs> to be clear well, I, mean, I looked psychotic but I mean like I in my like I, in my yeah. mind it was a lot of crushing pining oh, okay silently but yeah I also remember thinking like how how do you get a boyfriend like I just like had no idea and I think that's a pretty common thing because they're the girls who have them and then they're the ones and then that's it. And you're like, how, how do you, you think that if you just kiss a boy that he'll be your boyfriend if you keep talking to him long enough. But then sometimes, you know, there's the boys who take advantage or say they don't want anything and five months or whatever goes by and you're like, wait a minute, 
what, at what point does this transform into yeah. a relationship? And But it never will. But you don't know that because you're not taught like this is not a relationship the way this feels. Yeah, because it's not about the value of who you are. It's yeah. about like what you're giving and what is being given to you mm-hmm. in like kind of a transactional way. But then there's the other extreme, which is like the girls who... And there's, this is like nothing wrong with this, but there mm. were the girls that like had boyfriends in like sixth grade mm-hmm. and then they like were just like always with a boyfriend. Yeah. Like they were always, and it was just like what it was and like they lost their virginity in like the ideal way, what it's like mm. their height, like what was like, uh, like told to us was the ideal way which is like even those people probably had parents that loved them i know well the the funny thing is too is like i mean nobody's perfect there's like a couple from i there's a lot of couples from high school that stayed married and then i just recently found out that they all cheat on each other like crazy um well because of their first love they probably have such a warped view of what love is yeah and it's like i don't know if and i think we're all like figuring it out and we're all kind of like figuring out like the wreckage of what that's supposed to look like well I like what you said about wanting to love yourself like looking for someone to love you but but you know kids don't know that but that's such a like insightful way to say it because I think a lot of adults don't even realize that but it is that it's figuring out who you are before you can love someone but most people want to just be like well if someone can love me now then I'll be happy with who I am right and it's like every you know and it's like natural as a teenager but it's just Mm -hmm. like constant I want like validation Mm -hmm. like I need people you know and that was like when I was like a teenager I was like I need people to tell me I'm good enough so what were you looking for in profiles like were you like browsing other people and then messaging them first or was it was there like a whole community of dating happening that no, there wasn't like a community. I would just like in high school, I feel like I my type is like pretty was pretty trashy. Uh <laughs> like neck tattoo. Okay. Trashy. And that like was the era, yeah. MySpace screamo, panic yeah, at the disco. Exactly. <laughs> like that was so my vibe, even though like fingerless gloves. Yes. <laughs> that was not how I dressed at all. I was like full I went to Hot Topic, but I would get like uh-huh. a bright pink belt. Like it was mm. I was like in trucker hats and okay. like oh my really gosh, the tan. trucker hats, the airbrush. Yeah. <laughs> like super tan, like really. I had a trucker hat that said, fuck, what did it say? Oh, uh, Von Bitch. Oh like, my God. Truly <laughs> yes. like, tr- like pure trash. Ah. Um, but I like always went for the guys that were like a little bit ugly or like I never, <laughs> I never had the balls to go for anybody that was like straight up good looking. Cause like I, the Travis Barker of the group. Yeah, like I just, I was like, if he's kind of ugly, then he'll probably give me a chance. Oh, and I know, and that's like so. Sorry for high school. Lindsay. But it was also really subconscious. It's sure, not like course. I said that to myself. Mm-hmm. I was just like, he's kind of cute. And then we would meet and there was only one guy that was like so gross that I was like, that's so mean. <laughs> <laughs> there was only one guy that I was like, there's no way you will turn into someone I'm attracted to. <laughs> but everybody else, I was just like, yeah, you being into me is hot. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> so, and it felt like a conquest too. Sure. Like I would always go for dudes where like I knew I wasn't their type. Okay. And then I would like win them over and that felt really good. So there's like almost a, like a, I guess if you said transactional, that makes sense. Cause there's almost like this, like a, uh, steps to it. Like there's like a yeah. ga- gameplay element. 100%. It turned into like pure gameplay. So it was like mm-hmm. in like a really weird, sick way. Like it was just funny, like <laughs> online dating. I was like, this is perfect. This is like perfect for the sickness of like. <laughs> playing this game and it was so new like using the internet for that so i'm now yeah. it's like everyone's online there's tinder there's so many it's right. not strange it wasn't strange then because obviously now we realize like this is just an extension of real life interaction right but at the time it's this new thing and you're like whoa what this the possibilities yeah like at the time it was just like yeah it was very unclear and like it now you know this is like coming out of like the AOL instant messenger don't meet Uh strangers online kind of thing like everybody's a pedophile yeah and so I would like go meet these guys remember one time this guy picked me up from school and all of uh, truly like 
everybody that knew me in high school is like, you were an actual psychopath. But <sighs> this like dude rolls up and picks me up from school. And that was like my first meeting him. Oh my gosh. Or I would How like, long had you guys talked? We had talked for like, I don't know, fucking like a week or something. Oh man. Okay. It was like that. And I was just, it was like, I, for me, I was like, well, if you pick me up at my high school, everybody sees you. So <laughs> oh, like, no. you can't kill me you know or like like, come on in meet the principal yeah i was just like whatever or we'd meet at like the mall and i would like get to like peek around a corner to like suss out if they Uh were weird or not did you ever get catfished and you're like no i'm gonna leave no i never i never got like catfished i mean i like never went for like people that seemed unattainable like i looked so it's like i don't feel like i feel like if you're catfishing someone you're gonna pick someone that's like crazy hot mm-hmm. or and, just not who they say they are yeah like super like conventional like whatever yeah. yeah no I was never like cat I don't think people were even catfishing them maybe they were I don't know I'm sure <laughs> they were but no it was like all like fucking just like trash meets trash <sighs> like I would sneak out at night and just go and like have sex with them <laughs> I mean, okay, listen, I had some problems, but no, it was like, it was just wild and weird. I was just, yeah. it was like very, a fun, fun game. You were like thrill seeking too. Was there a part yeah. of you that was like, it was dangerous, but that was exciting? Yeah. And I think like the access to multiple people mm-hmm. gave me, because I was so fixated on being special and loved, mm-hmm. I, the idea of having like a rotating like so you were the player in yeah. That situation. yeah like I felt very much like in control and it was just like okay like <laughs> I don't have to put any stock in this it felt like very safe and I think like people still do that there's like sure. everybody like in, there's like I think at any point in time there's always like two or three people in everyone's phone who's single mm. that they know they can get validation from mm. if they text correctly. <laughs> There's like always, it's like a, that's what we do now. That's how we communicate. Yeah. In college that, uh, they, uh, there was like a term, uh, the back burner, bro. People yeah. call it that. It's just like the, the back burner, which is weird. Cause it's almost like putting this, like it is fake putting power into the woman. Cause you're like, Oh, is this just my back burner? But at the end of the day, it's like, they're also still trying to get something from you. Like they're responding to you, not because they're so loyal and they love you. They're right. it's because they also don't care that much that you're treating them like trash. Cause they have other back burner girls too. So it's yeah. like this transactional thing where nobody's really treating each other like <laughs> very well, but totally. Well then there's also like friend zone people who are just yeah. like, who just got like the nice guy the nice guys who just like showed up for you all the time but then they get mad and you're like you're the worst yeah and it's like oh i mean it's like i knew (laughs) i knew this was coming but like i just wish it's yeah and it's fucked up on both sides i mean the internet has allowed us to like really play with power in relationships Mm. and sex in a way that like is different. I don't think it's new, but it's like different and very thrill-seeky and exciting. So it was like really fucking fun. Did it ever bleed into real life? Like did you did your friends ever meet these guys you were dating or it was all very like one on one off interactions? It's so okay. So when I was like 17, I met this guy uh, through MySpace and he was 27. Oh my gosh. He lived in the basement of his mom's house. And of course, I, I know. Mean, and I like, naturally, I was like, I can't believe I didn't know he existed. And it's like, bitch, why would you? He's 10 years <laughs> older like, than you. Gem. Yeah. And like, I, I was like dating and hooking up with him. Uh-huh. And like, I told my friends and there was this one girl and she was like, Lindsay, that is not okay. Like, that is so scary. Be- like, everybody was just like. Yeah, this like one judgmental. girl. Yeah, well, Jess was just like, she was just like, it's like really like that's fucked up, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, eat my shit, Jess. Um, <sighs> and then I find out Jess starts talking to him. Ooh, twist. I wow. know. And they're like talking and I find out. How did she and find him? 
She, I don't know. I think she like messaged him under the guise of trying to be a protective friend and mm. being like, what are you doing with my friend? But we're high school girls. We're <gasps> dumb. Like we don't know. So he's like another one in my web. Well, yeah. And it's like she, I'm sure she had good intentions, but sure. like you have a hormones feeling. So like uh-huh. she was like, yeah, I've been talking with him. Like, I'm sorry, but oh there's God. nothing that can, and I'm like, well, you, now you're disgusting. He's 10 <laughs> years older than you, Jess. <laughs> Um, what, but that was like the only like bleed into real life. Otherwise, it was like a little bit like double life. Gosh, high school kids are so mean. It's really like it's so one of those mean. things. Where it's like it's such a short period of your life, and everyone looks back and you're like, why the fuck is everyone so like? Can we do something about this? I'm I mean, crazy. they're bored and miserable. That's they're so, trapped in a yeah. fucking like it. And high school feels like it's not. It doesn't make sense, right? And it's, it's also you're supposed to be learning so much, but all. All most people remember from high school is like social stuff. Yeah. And yet like most of the time you're supposed to be filling your brain with knowledge. It's <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. it's so weird. Yeah, high school kids are wild. I like also like now the idea of like a teenager like a 15-year-old like having sex or like meeting guys online. Uh-huh. Like yeah. I would fucking hunt yeah. the dudes down and I would like also just shake I mean I don't know I feel like now like an old lady who's like how could you don't do this to yourself <laughs> well you because you look back and you realize how young you are but I mean I, yeah I we all felt very old being teens I mean even in yeah. college like people would have 30 year old boyfriends that was like a thing like because I went to yeah. NYU so it's like you know the 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 cool developed girls got, yeah. immediately got to um, freshman year at NYU and got 30-year-old boyfriends. And that was like a sign of status. And looking yeah. back, I'm like, no, like I'm 30. Like if my friends yeah. are dating a freshman at NYU, you'd be like, you're a loser. I know. <laughs> What's wrong like, with you? I know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's so, and That's it's crazy. like so interesting because like the line between predator and like yeah. dumb man yeah, there's like elements. I mean, it's a hundred percent. I think being underage and being a child, they're the innocent and naive, and it's sure. like it's there's a predator to prey on them. But I hear what you're saying. Like those guys have issues too, and yes, they probably have a lot of trauma of their own and things like that. It doesn't yeah. excuse it, but they are human. But at the same time, it's just like looking back, you're like. God, what is wrong with that guy? You know what I mean? Yeah, like no, like, it's so confusing. But it's like, I really like can't, like the 27-year-old when I was 17, like I, there was like a bunch of, there was like a handful of like men that mm. were like almost 30 or 30 that I was like hooking up with. Uh-huh. And like, I was very aggressive. So I was like very much like. <laughs> so the, you like initiated. Yeah. Oh, I was like, no chill. I was like, so. Did you have like pickup lines or. You- no, I just was like, here are my boobs. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> that works. <laughs> no, like I. Yeah. Timeless I just, move. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just. No, I like. I, I don't know. I just like was very. I made it very clear my intentions like through mm. my behavior or whatever. But. And realistically. Uh, a smart good man would be like no mm-hmm. why am I hanging out with a fucking teenager uh-huh. but then at the same time I don't think every one of those dudes are like full on rapists mm-hmm. so it's like it's confusing because I'm like well what was going on in your fucking brain like there's yeah. no there was one dude who I used to sleep with and he like one night he was 27 and I was 17 and he was like it's so hot you're going to high school tomorrow and I was like well that's weird (laughs) and he married he ended up marrying a girl my age oh wow yeah so it's like obviously appropriate now but he has like a family I don't feel like he's like raping 15 year olds so it's like I don't know what planet your brain was on it's well if he was living in his mom's basement there's probably some developmental stunting like like yeah it's in his mind, he probably doesn't want to admit he's an adult. It doesn't make it okay because at a certain point, like, it is on the individual to take responsibility whether you want it or not. But, like, he yeah. probably views the world as if he's still a child. And that's, that's such why a good point. he thinks it's okay 
But I think deep down he probably knows it's not okay. Of Society course. tells you it's not okay. You can't just ignore it just because it feels okay. Yeah, you know it's what like I mean? a secret. It's like why yeah. else is this like this is a like secret? The but the main rule, like yeah, I mean, it's like the one thing we all know now it's as adults. Just, like just don't fuck a kid. Like, yeah, <laughs> like at the very least, like don't. But I just like can't even. I just, I like don't even understand. Like I really am like genuinely curious. Like what is wrong with those men (laughs) (laughs) i know it's such a like dangerous path to go down because i feel like and you're empathetic i can sense that in the way you like talk about it and i feel that too because i always want to like take the other side not defensively but just to understand it because it helps me sometimes when i'm like yeah why why was i so hurt and then i'll be like well let me think in terms of the person who hurt me and then it's so easy to go down that path because they usually are also hurt but then it's dangerous um when it's too surface because then it just feels like excusing them but I, I know yeah. what you mean because it is like I do think a lot of men I'll call them predators I'll say it yeah I not, mean it's agree, fine but, the line <laughs> is very blurry yeah but I think predators and it's and it's okay still to want to um uh normalize your interactions with them because you had good memories and that's okay but I do think those men are predators but I think they they I think uh do feel like they don't maybe they're fearful of women their age because they were hurt. So in their yeah. mind, it is totally justified. Yeah. In society's eyes, it's not. And I think that is what we have to live by because until we can figure out how they can not be hurt without hurting others, like yeah. they have to not do that. But Well, at the end of the day, it's like I was a fucking teenager. Yeah. Like I was a teenager and as emotionally mature or as like – physically mature Mm -hmm. as I was it was a teenager Mm -hmm. it was like a teenager of maturity so like regardless and that's the thing though too which is like everybody's actions and and like behaviors affect each other so like to say that like I was like a lifeless mute teenager (laughs) that they just like found and took is also like not it's not accurate. Like uh-huh. I, I'm sure I, you know, as a person affected these men in some way where they made choices or whatever. Yeah. I don't even know what I'm trying to no, say. No, I know what you mean. I used to yeah. say, um, I, I didn't like, I didn't lose my virginity till later in college. So I, I wasn't having sex with these guys, but I would go to clubs a lot as a 17 year old in New yeah. York. And now looking back, I'm like, yes, of course I was like baiting them but that's I didn't know I was doing that I'd like get on tables and dance and just be really provocative and flirt with men to get drinks and I like the attention I wasn't doing it to get something out of them in my mind I thought I was having a normal exchange of like flirtation and love like that's what I felt love was right but now looking back I'm like no they thought you were gonna have sex with them (laughs) yeah that's why they were buying you drinks um (laughs) well it's like I mean it's just interesting it's like that's the thing too is like nothing could have taught me that like my mom is Mm -hmm. always like what would you tell your 15 year old self and I would be like there's nothing I could say to myself at 15 that would have gotten the message across Mm -hmm. like I was mature in my brain and Mm -hmm. I was making conscious decisions and like and I was, but like nothing but time yeah. teaches you things. So it's like, and, and or gives you perspective on like, like it was, I didn't like discover feminist literature and like mm-hmm. theory until I was in college. So I had like no idea, you know, I was like society is like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but like I didn't understand like the full picture of like how we um, socialize men and women mm-hmm. from like an early age. So like I didn't have that context. What did you uh, study in college? Music business. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, but it. Um, I took so traditionally many traditionally feminist industry. No. <laughs> yes. No. I took so many like gender and like like uh, all of those classes. I took a lot of that, and it was like very. I don't know. It was just, yeah, it was interesting. It's like, I, what are you going to tell a teenager to fucking read bell hooks? Like, they're. In <laughs> oh my thr- God. My, I had a roommate give me uh, All About Love yeah. by Bell Hooks, and it, it did really shift my perspective about a lot of things. It's incredible. Yeah, it's a great book. Yeah, it's totally. It. <laughs> it's a totally good. Yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, there's nothing you can say. It's just, it's just like at this point, it's just like interesting to look at I think and just like funny yeah it's because it's there's having that perspective is helpful and looking back and being like yeah this is who I was and it's all you know it all comes together to make you who you are now 
Yeah. I mean, the trauma that the any sort of like residual, residual, (laughs) any sort of residual uh, trauma or like emotional um, pain generally came from me, Mm -hmm. essentially. Like I was like, I mean, in the sense that like I. That like I wanted love, like I mm. wanted, I wanted, and that, I'm not like blaming myself at all, but just like you know what came from that. I wasn't like traumatized by dating a 27 year old, like right. that it in itself was age, not yeah. the trauma. The trauma was that I thought that was all I had to give. Gotcha. So like, and I proved it again and again and mm-hmm. again and again, and so that was what I carried. So mm-hmm. it was like, I don't, it's, it's just weird. I don't know what the fuck. These <laughs> men, I really am very curious, like what I would love to like talk to any of these men today and just be like, <sighs> for real though, like explain. Were there like, were there any like, I guess they're not real relationships, but were, were there any men out of the, these that actually felt more like, oh, this was someone I actually ended up having a longer relationship with or cared for, or they kind of were all just like a blend of randos there was one when i was 15 and he was 25 and he was on parole and he had a oh my neck God. tattoo and he was like <sighs> i yeah like he felt like he felt like a win mm. if that makes sense like because uh, it you know i was like okay this is like what I'm worth or transactional and which is all subconscious but I was just like he felt like a win Mm -hmm. like and that so that and like I really liked him Mm -hmm. and like we like dated kind of one time he took me to like a steakhouse which is fucking (laughs) nuts oh wow I just figured about that I'm like what it was like a double date with his friend and his friend had like a normal girlfriend. <laughs> and like, I cannot what? even oh imagine what was going through her brain. Oh like, I couldn't in a million years if I was in that situation. But like, yeah, we like went back and forth. I like made him meet my parents and they like what hated your, him. Uh, what did your parents say? I was like, he's 19 and they were furious. <gasps> and um, it's so funny when you're lying about someone older's age. Yeah. I was like, he's 19 absolutely furious um <laughs> and then they found he was 25 and it was oh, so like, you didn't even know no i did i just like straight up lied gotcha i was like i was like i'll take the blow for like 19 uh-huh but like i'm not gonna go oh full throttle no he can rent a car yeah i was like well whatever he drives um but he was like a bad i mean like wasn't a good dude like he just sure. was like bad he was like abusive and like he was like not but i was like Re- I was there for it. Yeah, because that's what that's you had no other reference. Yeah, I was and just he's da- like he's taking you on dates, and that's the thing. You're like, okay, now I'm doing yeah. the thing, and this is what I see on TV, and totally, it's like going through the motions. It was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like that's what you do with your boyfriend. You go to a steakhouse. <laughs> that's what you do. That's how you know you're in a relationship. That's how you prove it. I feel really like because I didn't have normal relationships really either I in my mind I do have those weird like markers like yeah when I had my first boyfriend I remember being like I have to cook for him like that's right. the thing the first time I cook a meal for him that right I have to bring him like make him lunch to work there were certain things that you're like now I'll do this because it's a girlfriend thing yeah it's like where does that come from I don't know like you're supposed to just be a person and right whatever happens happens but it's so no, weird it's so it's so interesting it's like I like truly pretended to be interested in so many things that I wasn't interested in doing like and until I was just like, okay, whatever. Here's the truth. I just want attention from you. And if that means sex, I've it means countless sex. hours of wrestling. Yeah. It, no. Yeah. Truly, <laughs> like I'm not. And I'm not down for like. Like I don't want to go on your weird little date. Like that's weird. I don't want to do that. Uh-huh. I don't want to like. I don't know. It just was very. That whole thing is very strange. When I dated later in life, the whole like weird, this is how you're supposed to behave. Was it weird the first time you were like having more healthy relationship? Like, did it feel wrong almost? No, it like, 
It felt lame, which is on me. You know what I mean? Like that's my that's my shit. And I still always I still dated like older mm-hmm. dudes into my twenties. Uh-huh. And like I dated a forty one year old when I was nineteen, which was legal. Uh-huh. But very weird. Yeah. Um I dated a forty year old when I was twenty two and I and I didn't think it was that weird because we were both working, but then he met my friends and was really weird about saying like what year he graduated. And that's when I was like, if you feel weird about this, then I'm going to feel weird about this. That's when like (laughs) your lives mesh and you're like, oh my God, what are we doing? Yeah. Cause it's like, you kind of do like, I, even though I knew there's a big gap, I, in my mind, I was like, well, you never know. Love can happen in many ways. And in my mind, I was like, well, maybe we're just two people who age doesn't matter. But then once they acknowledge it matters and they're like kind of, dancing around it that's when you're like okay so you you know it's weird and you're almost like it feels like a lie at that yeah. point and you're like well you just burst the bubble no I mean <laughs> I feel we had a genuine connection mm-hmm. which is like but it's like you had, I still had 20 years to get the experience yeah. and an emotional growth that I needed to be a partner yeah so it's like so it's like I mean I kind of buy into like the age doesn't matter to have a connection with someone not like sure. children please um <laughs> but like sure I get that like I'm not I'm not dismissing those those feelings I just think that it's still a choice it's still it's just like I, I it's like I'm trying to think of like a metaphor that's not <laughs> fucking weird and I keep thinking of fruit but okay <laughs> so I'm gonna go for Speak this on that <laughs> it's like if you pick a piece of fruit and it's not ripe this is so mm-hmm. sick and you're oh, like man. i'm gonna eat it anyway and it tastes good i think it tastes good uh all right i'm done so you know what i mean sexual. you know what i mean yeah, 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 yeah that's not um wine no i don't know yeah no exactly it's but it's or like, something that cheese I'm yeah like, we're both not drinking i'm like wine 100. is a bad example yeah <laughs> but then it's funny because my boyfriend of like 11 years is one year older than me mm-hmm and he's like one of the only people I ever dated that were like my same age. And, and then it worked. So it's almost like you broke the pattern and it worked. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I think there was like a massive difference in like believing that I was like worthy of love. Mm-hmm. And like it, the tr- it was not transactional. Like it was uh-huh. just like, oh, this is. This is what's like it's supposed to feel like. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. And he, I feel like you've kind of, I've definitely heard parts of the story before, but he pursued you in college, right? I, I, yes, it was in college, but he did not, I don't know if he pursued me. This was confusing. I mean, (laughs) we both have different stories as to how it went. We knew each other for like two years before Mm -hmm. we got together. And every time we met. Also a different pattern, right? It's like, instead of meeting someone online for a week, it's. 100%. Never in a million years would I have been like, that will be my boyfriend. Like I, he was in (laughs) one of my, he was in like a a copyright law class that I was in. Uh And. He asked so many questions and it was <laughs> all I wanted to do was sleep. And like, <laughs> and the teacher let us out if he finished early and he just asked so many questions. And I was like, you're cute, but like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and we flirted a little bit, but overall, like I dismissed him as like, there's no way he's interested in me. Mm-hmm. And... And we just like kept running into like we had mutual friends and stuff like that. We had like weird. We just like didn't mix well. Mm -hmm. And then it just clicked all like all of a sudden when we like had to be around each other all the time. Mm -hmm. And then it was just like, oh, this is like very. Yeah, it's cute. It was very different. I know. It's very sweet. So, so, but so that I'm assuming because of the time and how you met in college that you missed the the renaissance of online dating. Yeah, I, you know, I did some Craigslist dating, which is, again, my choices are poor. I did like Craigslist. You posted stuff or you look for posts or? So, I mean, I know people use Craigslist for that, but I'm like, how, yeah, are you like, there's like people posting and then you respond to them and then there's like, I'm actively making a personal. Well, like the trick with Craigslist then was to post in strictly platonic Mm. because no expectation. You'll always get someone. <laughs> Nobody on Strictly Platonic was looking for friends. 
that was like where you went if you were kind of normal like you weren't ready to like spread your legs and take a pic for but like and what does that say about that's also kind of fucked up to be like it's not honest we got yeah it's like look for someone who doesn't really respect boundaries yeah but is plausible deniability (laughs) yeah it's like all very like dishonest weird behavior but i would do that and then i would meet up with and then I would make it a double date every single time. Mm-hmm. And Safety first. <laughs> yeah. And I would make it a double date. And I was like, if I can get a free dinner out of this, I'm good. Um, and so I did that a little bit. But then, yeah, no, what I've were never. What on Craigslist like? I mean, honestly, the guys were not that weird. It wasn't uh-huh. like. I guess that was before there was other. Like, if you wanted to meet someone as an adult, like. Yeah, there was like plenty of fish or something like like there there's like match.com yeah. the things you pay for or whatever, but like I almost feel like there were more creepy people on there. Oh sure, yeah, cuz early on, like now it's different now because the trends have changed, but early right. on when it wasn't the norm, like the people who are willing to pay money to go meet people first, yeah, were probably uh probably had very bad luck in real life. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it was just like, it was, I was almost, I mean, I would also like suss them out, but like, <laughs> yeah, like they truly, like I'd never met anyone that weird. Yeah. Um. So that was like interesting, but I've never like swiped right or blah, blah, <laughs> blah. I mean, I love tindering for other people. I think it's <laughs> so fun, but. How do you feel like it is different now versus like the advent of dating online? Like. Is I mean, it, do you think it's easier now? I think it's easier. I think it's easier and harder. It's like oversaturated. So mm-hmm. it's like in the same way that like everything goes. It's like getting in at the beginning sucks, but it's yeah. like also kind of good. It seems really oversaturated. And it's like if I could like treat, if my mentality was like running through people for attention when I had MySpace, like I can't even. <laughs> oh, you yeah. Know, having I, Tinder? Oh my yeah, gosh. like the idea of just like, the, what I hear from friends and just like also like immediately like that behavior I'm not yeah. I'm not surprised I'm never surprised that people are like I can't believe this person and it's like why <laughs> well why would you ever talk to them again you have 40 people although men are always like I never get any responses um <laughs> do you want to hear my I I it's not a real hack but uh and it wouldn't work if for a lot of people, but I think because I've gone so far the other way, I figured out a hack for online dating Yeah, for if you don't want to do the gray area or creeps or even guys who are night quote unquote nice guys, but still are just on there to fuck. Right. The hack is if you say, this is also going to get you not swiped right on by a lot of people. So that's the disclaimer. But I've started saying like, I'm looking for respect, um, which is a ton of people are like, fuck that like bye yeah but i've had so much more luck and i started doing this on i was on field which is for couples and so i I didn't know that yeah and i only uh i did it because on field it's so open that you have to say what you're looking for and there are a lot of couples who want like a unicorn and whatever yeah and which is totally fine not um shaming that but that's a whole different style too like people who just want an to objectify a girl and some girls right. want that so i was so honest about like i'm looking for respect and love yeah. and uh that got me exactly what i wanted yeah but it's it's a hack because people who want to play that like gray area game where you're pretending you're falling in love and yeah. we don't know what we want you won't get that you're gonna get someone who's like i'm here to respect you and you're like and that's not really hot for a lot of people yeah <laughs> but it is for me now and i think it wouldn't have been when i was 22 i'd been like Ugh, go away i don't want your respect <laughs> no i mean i and i feel like it's so bold I, it feels so brave when people are just like straight up and i have friends who are like just like, yeah, sorry, I'm looking for a boyfriend. Goodbye. Like, I don't, <laughs> we mesh, we get along. Yeah. This is great. And I want a boyfriend and you're not it. Yeah. And I love, I mean, I think that's bold because I, and like being like, I want respect. Like, I wouldn't It's never, not sexy at all. I'll say that. But no, it's, but like. It I'm, definitely weeds out the creepers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's still someone who's like, I'll fucking, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'll respect you naked. Yeah, no. exactly. I mean, no, I still like sex. It's not like I'm like, well, uh, yeah, Puritan. No. It's just, yeah. Like the real creepers, like yeah. the men who like assume every woman is like, God, what? <laughs> I see. I'm very glad that I like didn't experience that. Yeah. And 
if I was single and dating on Tinder, I just think it might be a full nightmare. <laughs> like I, I really, I really pray for multiple reasons that I never have to do that. To do Tinder. It is also just like, I think so many people use it for different things. That's the other part too. Yeah. Cause I think, um, I had a conversation with a guy friend once, like this was when I was still in New York, but he was saying like he was uh, Tinder. He was like, successful on tinder and he was like i'm winning and i'm like oh okay what does that mean and for him it meant he was like he's just going he's just like i'm just going on a lot of dates and scoring and i was like so that's winning to you but i'm like right. to me winning on tinder would have been the opposite at that time it would have been going on one date yeah like scoring in the sense that like this is it and then never having to go on another date again so i'm like so we want we're approaching tinder with completely different objectives yeah mine was to like have sex with one person for the rest of my life and his was to have as much sex as possible with as many different people right so i'm like so naturally you're gonna have this like clash if people are looking for different things <laughs> but i one thing that i do think that it seems like it might have been helpful for is I mean, I feel like when you have to represent yourself in some sort of profile, you either have to make the choice that you are going, you have to like be decisive. Mm, true. Or you have to like completely hide yourself. Or you can just say you like adventure and. Yeah, and like <laughs> exactly. But it's like Vague you kind enough. of do have to make that choice where you're like, yeah. you know, this is what I want. Whereas like I think. It's democratic because even the like basic girl profile, quote unquote, you know, they're like live, laugh, love. Yeah. If enough of them amass, we know it's a thing. So it's right. like, it's democratic because even if you're not honest, we now see what that is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's so much has want. changed. I well, know. I appreciate you sharing that. Did we yeah. miss anything in your MySpace days? No, there's really nothing that exciting. I mean... <laughs> The pics were... Did you have a song playing when you go to your profile? I did, and it was Snoop Dogg. <laughs> um, fucking, what was it? Like, Sexual Seduction or oh something? Oh, my God. What is that song? Oh. It was like Sexual Eruption. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. <laughs> that was the song that was playing. I had that playing, oh. and I had, like, Stars Falling mm -hmm. and pictures of me just, just like so, top angle yeah top bangs in the face full top angle eyeliner yeah <laughs> bangs and like bleach blonde hair and just um huge white sunglasses yeah that was the look i remember that i remember tila tequila oh my from, God. Oh man what a tragic tragic story for her because it could have been a cool success to be like someone became famous from the first but then it ended up being <sighs> unfortunate i know <laughs> with her <laughs> i watched her show the mtv show I a shot too. at love that to me was cool at the time because i was like oh now i look back i'm like this is so queer baiting but like at yeah. the time i was like whoa so progressive yeah she's yeah, dating yeah, man yeah. and woman there was a, a firefighter girl on it and i had such a huge crush this was when i was straight well when i quote unquote, yeah it was in the closet but i was like wow that girl danny is really hot but she looks kind of like a guy so that's okay <laughs> <laughs> and now i'm like oh yeah okay that's so funny um uh, i have a quick game yeah do you want to play okay so it's uh it's inspired by i knew that your confession was about myspace so it's inspired by the top eight of myspace Ooh. um if you guys are listening and don't remember myspace myspace had a top eight basically you can it's actually very savage, but you rank your friends yeah. and you put your top eight friends. And at any point, if you wanted to let like Becky know you were mad, you would just cut her out of the <laughs> top eight. And um, uh, so that was what that was. So since it was just the end of the year, um, this is basically I pulled a couple like top lists um, from like end of the year list. Yeah. And I'll read the category and then um, s just have you try to guess as many on the list of top eight as you can and okay. um yeah there's no wrong answers i'll just tell you if it's on the list or not perfect so okay this first category is according to cat fanciers association <gasps> the most popular cat names of 2019 so oh shit fuck what <laughs> um just any guesses i'm just there's gonna say snowball that's a good guess, but that's not on there. Shit. Mm. Archie? No. Um, One of them is a famous cartoon cat. Or cat. Garfield? Type of. 
type of cat. Oh, fuck. What? From a Disney movie. Oh, from a Disney movie. Oh, Simba? Yeah. Really? People three. are out <laughs> here naming their cats yeah. Simba? That's number three. Um, so then first number one is actually Oliver. Oh, that makes so much sense. And then there's Bella, Chloe, Luna, Max, Lucy, and Lily. Oh, Nala's mm-hmm. number nine. Oh, okay. great. I mean, I that's like horror. <laughs> I can't believe people name their cat Simba. Okay, this one will be, let's see. Okay, so let's let's do a, a easy, this one's going to be an easy category. Okay. So these are the top um, top grossing movies. This is for, of all time, actually. So this is not year, because I thought that year would be a little too tough. Top grossing movies of all time. Let's see if you can name a few in the top eight. Um, Transformers? No. I'm really out of touch. <laughs> Wait, um... I bet you can get one of these at least. <laughs> I keep wanting to say Jumanji just because I want to see Jumanji too. Um, fuck, the Marvel one. Captain... Yeah, there's a bunch of Marvel ones. Yeah. Uh, Thor, Ragnarok. That one's actually not on it, but I'll give you Marvel because there's two Avengers movies in the top Avengers, eight. Avengers, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. What about X-Men? X-Men's not on there. Actually, there's three Avengers movies in the top eight. I believe that. People Damn. love superheroes. Uh, um, no, Avatar is number two. Number one is Avengers Endgame. Oh, I believe that. Yes, yeah. that's right. Also, I've never seen Avatar No Desire. <laughs> is it good? Have you it's seen it? It's not. It's fine. I remember at the time it was cool because of the, you know, blue graphics. People. Yeah. yeah. But looking back, I'm like, the story was fine. There's nothing really that unique or original. I just love that, um, that year, Hurt Locker. The Avatar, and it was like Catherine Bigelow is yeah. James Cameron's ex, and there's something empowering about that. No, totally. <laughs> um, let me think. Um, I don't know any of the others. Well, there's I'm another James to. Cameron movie on here. Fuck. The, his James other Bond? famous. I'm like, I'm not great with directors. Titanic? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's really hard because, like, I, there are movies that, like, I would name and I would be like, yeah, it's a blockbuster. And everyone's like, that no, you had good tanked guesses. at the fucking box office. Those were, you had good guesses. This is hard. I thought this would be easier. And now that I'm doing this, I feel like it's hard. Um, okay, well, there's a, let me think, let me see. I have a bunch of categories that might be too hard. I had one about baking, but I'm fine it might with be, this too might be hard. a little tough. So let's see. These are the top uh, most popular recipes of 2019, the dessert recipes, according to all recipes. So these are like shared by them, looked at by them. So see if you can name one of the top eight. And for baking? Yeah. These are all, uh, these are from allrecipes.com. Okay. Um, Lemon bars? Uh, There is lemon ricotta cake. Is that close to lemon bar? Yeah, it's fine. (laughs) Um... Oh, fuck. What are the recipes people look up? Uh, uh, chocolate ganache. No, that does sound good. Um, I'll say the biggest trend for this year was keto and air fryers. <laughs> of course. So air fryer churros on here, air fryer Oreos. Fucking gag me. Who cares? I don't cares? think you'd be able to guess the number one, but I'll just say what it is. Yeah. Because it's real weird. Um, key lime poke cake. Oh, fuck you off. You ever heard of that? Is yes. that a thing? Okay. It's so, everybody <laughs> is so disgusting and basic, and it's so disappointing. Um, okay. Well, this is much harder than I thought. Um, hopefully, it's sort of interesting for it's the still listeners. It's fun. Okay. Um, okay. This final one is kind of a silly one, but... Pornhub published top porn searches for 2019. And these are all like words. Um, and Just like individual words. Yeah, and I'll say this. The hint is they're not... This list of the top eight one is... They're pretty... A lot of them are pretty tame. Okay. So that's the hint. Um, boobs? <laughs> no, but I like that. <laughs> it's all 12-year-old boys. I know. Um, fuck, I mean... Lesbian... Uh, bisexual is on there so i'll give you that as a half point because that's a half lesbian (laughs) interesting um what would someone search dick (laughs) no that would be like women uh (laughs) who 
this is like so I'm, well give me one like Harry is that one <laughs> well okay number two Shame. this is why I say it's tame because it's not what you would expect alien is number two fuck off you guys you're so sick um, but I'm number one is amateur shit. so okay that's it's oh, pretty tame duh, people it's, love amateur yeah, but that's the number one search term um but I'll, I'll read the other ones just so you yeah, guys can hear, hear them. them okay so number one is amateur number two is alien three is pov four is belle delphine who i looked up because i thought was a porn star but i won't go too into it now but she has a really interesting story she is a influencer slash troll like she's very cute oh. but she did this to like she created a porn hub channel to be like i'm gonna make a porn hub and it's all like gag videos but they're very clever and they're popular like it's like her being like PewDiePie inside Belle Delphine. It's like her eating a picture of PewDiePie. So oh, it's, it's like pretty funny. It is still in that realm of like she is for sure like milking that. So there's definitely like a lot of haters. But right. I think it's interesting. So That's if kind you guys of are, dope yeah, that look she her up. That she, she did like some, the top whatever. Yeah, she's number four. Number five, cosplay. Number you know what? <laughs> Everybody is so fucking, and I'm not even sex shaming people, but the fact right. that alien, I cannot truly, get over yeah. alien being number two. I can't born, get over right? it. You would think like gangbang or something. No, this is all just, I mean, people in their mother's basement probably. Um, number six is mature. Okay. Mommy issues. No, I like that. Um, That's fine. Seven bisexual. And the number eight, the most nerdy, Apex Legends. Which is a video game. That's so specific. It's literally, it's like the Fortnite. It's, I don't even, I didn't Men even know there so was sick. porn around. Maybe they're just, I don't even know. It's, I, it's just crazy. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> right. That is like actually so interesting, yeah. that list. And like. <laughs> it's not what you would expect. No. And it's like, I guess like it's better you're into aliens than choking <laughs> i don't know like gagging i don't I know, know. <laughs> like <laughs> at least it's not face fuck i don't know right yeah yeah they need to change their advertisement advertisement on porn sites because judging by like the pop-up ads you get i would have guessed totally different yeah categories blow job or yeah. some, something like that alien but no alien. Right. so i don't know <laughs> there's oh. a niche there i know for real um well I think that you won. It it counts. Okay, you got perfect. Few, yeah, you, you. I feel like you were in the right ballpark. So as the prize, you get to tell our listeners where to find you. Yay. <laughs> um, I'm on Twitter at Lindsay's Face. And I'm on Instagram at Big Stuff W Lindsay. Um, and then uh, at Lindsay is a cat. Yay, so follow Lindsay. She's super funny. Go watch her live show. Yeah. Um, follow this podcast at Tell Me Anything Pod and follow me at Larissa T on Twitter and Instagram. I've been Teresa Lee. Thanks for listening. <laughs>